Hi everyone, welcome to the PlayStation Access podcast, where we're taking a look behind the scenes at our favourite demos. Prepare to hear about Rosie's recent experience with Final Fantasy XVI, Zangief's position as a video game boyfriend, and plenty of sausage making. Enjoy! Hello everybody and welcome to the PlayStation Access Podcast, the official podcast of PlayStation UK, where this week we're going to be talking about demos and behind the scenes fun. (gasps) So I really struggle to think of names to introduce all for this. (laughs) So I've based it upon our What's New section, which we will get to shortly, which is about the, the PlayStation state of play. So I'm going to introduce us all now off games from the state of play (laughs) (laughs) this is getting more and more niche yeah I am your host Cy Nash (laughs) 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 hello welcome to the PlayStation Access podcast (laughs) 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 (laughs)
and whoever wins <gasps> gets to beat King Shark. Okay, I know yeah. nothing about sharks. I literally saw you looking at shark information yesterday on the internet. Did you? So I will not be taking part in your quiz, you cheat. <laughs> I, I think I could take part. <laughs> looking at shark information. You were shark information. <laughs> you were... <laughs> I, I don't even it. know where you go to get that. Well, shark. You found info. it, my friend. Shark. I think I could take you in a shark info quiz. Oh my god, it's really? happening! Well, it has oh to my happen. god, oh, I think I could. Really? I, really I will happily put together a shark quiz. We should, we should do, do it for the, for the next podcast. Next podcast. I'll gladly do that for the next podcast. I read yeah. a book on sharks. <gasps> it was called The Meg. <laughs> oh, it's on yeah. Yeah. It's I've on. seen that documentary Shark actually <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, right so next we had obviously Rosie's going to squeal here so headphone warning Resident Evil 4 came oh. <laughs> she's <laughs> containing it it was internalised it's like that meme <laughs> <laughs> when you I'm haven't trying, told yeah. anyone about Resident Evil 4 for five whole minutes <laughs> <laughs> if you can't see this, Rosie is very pulled up. like a pull on full on pufferfish face. Yeah, like that. That's another sea creature, Robert. Just for the quiz. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of intimidating. It's not a shark though, so I love this. It won't be. It won't be in the There'll quiz. There'll be a bonus round. Could <laughs> a pufferfish take life. on a shark? <laughs> uh, but yeah, Resident Evil Four had a little showcase. We saw some more gameplay, and it was announced there's going to be a demo coming for PS4 and PS5. Very thematic, isn't it? Oh boy, yeah. Yes. Should I? play the demo though as someone who's never played I always struggle with it's like trailers for films I'm going to play the game should I play the demo oh this is a good question because I'm in the same boat and I, I, my initial would be no I'm not going to play the demo because no. I just want to go in fresh but playing the maiden demo for uh, Resident Evil Village completely flipped my mind on it oh, I was really? like I really enjoyed playing that and having a little taste before the main event so I think sometimes yes. they put in little extra bits as well little mm-hmm. challenges or little rewards just play that you it. only get just play it just play it yeah but I've never the- played Resident Evil 4 don't forget so this will be my you know it's not even like I know anything about the game. That's generally how demos work, isn't it? Well, yeah, <laughs> you're playing a but demo it's not the same for you. you it's not the same for you or for Rosie or for you, Ash. Is it? Because you've all. It's like it. you know you want to play the the full thing, yeah. But you you have. It's not as if you've got any pre knowledge of it. No. So it's. I, I know what you what you're saying. Yeah. I didn't play Resident Evil Four. This is oh, new for really? me as well. You've not played I'm it very either. excited. <gasps> no way. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I try and keep things that I don't know. Like I just, lie, I just lie about them normally. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Me too. But this one I've been, I, I, I haven't played Resident Evil 4 I know about it um, I know some of the beats of it from from writing about it and stuff uh-huh. previously uh, when I've like helped other people with scripts and stuff there's some more behind the sausage yeah. that's <laughs> not behind the sausage that's, that's different <laughs> I like this term though uh, so um, yeah I know like I know roughly but not really what happens or what to expect and with the remakes kind of like on their role like, I'm just really excited to kind of have my my experience with it now it's yeah. time for Ash that's yeah, what it's it Ash is time. well not for me it's, it's Dave time yeah. but yeah either way I agree so I think we should play the demo and then and then watch these guys go Wah! about all the things they know and we can go Wah! about the things we don't know <laughs> you'll be like pitch. shut up yeah. stop saying things I'm playing this now yeah you started talking about someone's death the other day just straight up I was Who's? like oh okay well, I'm don't bring say it up who. again Rosie <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the long pause for the audio listeners was Rosie was thinking. Like, <laughs> you could hear the gears going <laughs> yeah. in my brain, <laughs> thinking about death. Uh, we've also had from the state of play. We had another little look at Goodbye Volcano High and got a release date for the fifteenth of June on PS4 and PS5, which is good wholesome dinosaur fun. Yes, God, I have no idea what to a expect band. from that. A dinosaur band. Yeah, yeah. Mini games. There's dating. There's. It looks like to be lots of. Like a whole, I got Life is Strange vibes from it, but yeah. also there's like rhythm action vibes. And you mentioned the other, the We Are OFK yeah. game as well. Yeah. Um, Which is like a dating band yeah, game. Yeah, no, it, looks, it looks cool, probably too cool for me. I, was I don't know if I'm cool enough. I don't think I'm cool enough. No. I don't think any of us are cool enough. We're not trendy enough no. for it. But, I say, Dave, you are it. the coolest one for it. Like, you know, you're know the one who actually plays this. instruments and you wear, like, you know, really cool clothes. I like. mean, Rosie, I'm shriveling into a small ball here with <laughs> what I'm taking to be compliments. Thank you very much. I can't believe but, Dave's the coolest of us. Yeah, you can. I'm offended now. <laughs> <laughs> I was there, like, oh, maybe me. But, no, it's true. It is. You're very cool. 
cool, I'm babe. Not, You're very no. cool. You're also Stop very cool. Stop talking about this now. You dress very cool. No, I don't. You're very trendy. Oh, sorry, look, Rosie. I've touched your foot with my cool foot. Everything's going wrong. I've been blessed by the cool foot. This is like when you play games and if you compliment you on how well you're doing you will crumble that's like my favourite part you can't sabotage you any other way than going you're doing really well <laughs> yes that will definitely work I, need, I think I you're going to win this I need to be challenged I'm not good with um, positivity yeah well in my court a goodbye volcano high you're going to be allocated the trendy man player now. <laughs> um, we also had Baldur's Gate 3 announced oh, with wow. a release date of yes. the 31st of August on PS5 which is incredibly exciting yeah I remember the old Baldur's Gate on PS2 yes um, Dark Alliance with yeah. that front cover with the, the little lady on the front and the light coming out of back I oh remember. my god I loved it I just remember the, the puddles yeah the puddles it was I said this in the after pie but Baldur's Gate was the game that started my love affair with water graphics in video games the love affair really that's where it all began I really I remember that the the, the puddle physics when you're like in a puddle and the ripples that come out of your character and the way that you make the water move blew my mind when I first saw it in Baldur's Gate wow yeah wow. it's They've good got a lot to live up to then yeah, yeah I was going to say Baldur's Gate 3 is, I want to see those puddles like so do I I want to I be able to feel it mm-hmm. on my actual hand you will you <laughs> like, will I'm going to spit on your hand that for water graphics <laughs> <laughs> Uh, from the safe play we also had loads of other little bits I'm not going to go into like everything because you can check out the blog for that you can check out our lovely live stream um, but we did have Destiny 2 Lightfall get a little feature and cheer and loads of other things is there anything else you guys want to want to throw in the mix that humanity you're for? yeah humanity weird weird looks like my kind of weird like that's all that word looks like my kind of weird <laughs> my kind of weird I'm like all those people jumping around and you're a little dog and the music sounded really great so I'm I'm excited for that yeah I I, enjoyed, I'm interested sorry I enjoyed Street Fighter 6 yeah that's I been enjoyed, going around on the internet I Street Fighter 6 Zangief, Zangief in particular <laughs> I enjoyed I've been liking and all so the and so did you Rosie yeah Zangief uh, was he looked brilliant the all the characters physics. looked brilliant Oh the, yeah, you were looking at his jiggle, jiggly yeah. bits, weren't you? It's because you can't help it that his pecs start jiggling when he's fighting. What? No, I know. Right? <laughs> That's very detailed. Zangief is a very like strong man. <laughs> strong, strong. That's true. Oh god, strong. Sounds like there's an update to the boyfriend Her list. No, 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 boyfriend list. Zangief hasn't made the boyfriend list, although I do like him in the. Oh, poor in the Zangief. Film. No, because <laughs> not the boyfriend. Even with his jiggly pecs, you're going to put him on the boyfriend list. I don't know him well enough. I don't know Street Fighter anywhere near as I know so Tekken. It's just, oh yeah, it's just made me think of the Jigglypuff song. Jiggly pecs, jiggly pecs. I swear you got closer to the mic when you sung that as well. Jiggly pecs, jiggly Stop it. Rather tuneful, actually. Can't you imagine having a little sleep on Zangief's jiggly pecs? I love how Rosie won't, you know, I still don't understand the boyfriend list. And I don't explain it, Rosie. But I love that your reason for not putting Zangief on because you don't know him well enough. No. You did have... Scott Shelby yes. on the boyfriend list who what, like before. mid-game you were like do you know what I know him well he's going on the list fantastic and by the end of the game yeah, by the he end of revealed the game, himself yeah when, when I finally not literally yeah when I finally saw the end of the game <laughs> when I finally saw the end of the game then I was just like oh okay right this is this is not boyfriend material and you didn't take him off is the best part he's very yeah. low though <laughs> like he <laughs> was at number three oh by the end of Heavy Rain the Evil, he's lost a few done. points. He does number ten. He does. Now, right? <laughs> gonna have to, I want to. I want to play Heavy Rain again now, just to revisit everything he does and thinks that Rosie's like. Yeah, but <laughs> keep him low. He cooks yeah. a good omelette. Yeah. He cooks a good omelette. Like before the, the before the before the the thing that yeah. happens, like you know when he's at the beginning cooking the egg and stuff. Anything after that, that's when I was just like, he's pretty much off the list at this point. Pretty much off the list. Yeah. What does it take for someone to be ejected from the list? Like what level of depravity are you not willing to? Fair, I haven't classed Scott Shelby as on the boyfriend list in a long time. So at this point, he probably he's, he's just off. He's off. He's off. off. He's off the Bye. list. Yeah. The guy is, from Dark Pictures or whatever. This is God. only peer pressure that's done this. <laughs> yeah. on the list. Rosie, no, secretly, he's still on the list. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's, 
like, the list always gets updated and you know as it gets updated some I'm just like ah no you're not really on the where boyfriend where can we view this list like the, <laughs> yeah. the up to date it's on a blog the up to date 2023 Dude, I haven't actually like made like a fully updated document please do it <laughs> just, online, yeah. just the list online and at any point anyone can check it maybe we should get it see. designed and we can put it on the community tab I think Rosie's so. boyfriend list yes. I'd like to see <laughs> It's a, wait, we'll put don't worry we'll put non-definitive and yes. maybe subject to change, change. Yeah. 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 there we go and then Scott Shelby can have like a, a weird circle just on the edge just an asterisk yeah. Scott yeah. Shelby asterisk before the revelation yeah, yeah before he, the revelation before the revelation after the, after the revelation he, he got off the list yeah well mm, that's not what you look, said a minute ago to be fair yeah. Norman Jaden at this point is probably more on the boyfriend list than Scott Shelby is because I love Norman Jaden he's a great well, I'd guy. hope so yes He's I just I love Norman Jaden. He's a great guy. Bless him. He is. The great curator shades. is the best one on your list. Oh, but the creator. I'm gonna come to move us on to the last point in our what's new round. Do you remember when we used to do that? Yes. What's new? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna move us on to the next point of our what's new list, which is Power Simulator is getting the Midgar special pack. It's and finally it here. It has released this week, so yeah, I hope you caught it on Thursday, the second of March. If you haven't, here's your reminder to go and get cleaning because there's loads of cleaning to be done are you going to be playing it Rob? No (laughs) because I don't think Midgar should be clean well I was going to say that's a big job yeah because it's it's a big job as well not a clean place from what I can tell well it's not just Midgar, the whole of Midgar. Right. Otherwise, that would be... <laughs> Clean the city. <laughs> the whole city. That would be quite tough, wouldn't it? But even so, if it's any bit of Midgar... I will tell you what it is. Oh, please it's do. It's five places. So it's the, the Scorpion Sentinel, and it wriggles. It goes... Bleep, bleep, which is like a boss bite. Mm-hmm. Bleep, 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 bleep. And it has, a, has, it has dirt on it. And Isn't ma- that like one of the first bosses? It's the first right. boss. I think I fought that one. And it has macro energy on it that you got to scrub off and okay. battle damage. And That's cool. you're also going to clean Hardy Daytona and Shinra Hauler. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, the mega, That's the bike. The, okay. ma- the macro energy exhibit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the exhibit. What, the exhibit. Like, um? uh, the Airbuster. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Just <laughs> cleaning bosses. <laughs> cleaning bosses and bikes. And yeah. Seventh Heaven. Oh, I would like to clean Seventh Heaven so yeah. it's all nice and lovely for Marlene. That's the pub. That's the pub. Yes. Just to, for anybody, anybody who like me was like, what the hell does all this mean? It's probably the cleanest bit in Midgar. Yeah, but well, Tifa's thing, yeah. messed it up. Well, that's what she's yeah. What's she done? She's put lots of muck on it. Oh, Tifa. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't, again, don't really have any point of reference for this, but I think that the... I love this idea of this kind of crossover. I'd love to see this in more games, especially like sim games and stuff. Taking like some some IP and putting it into a power wash simulator is so much fun. I would love that with other... <laughs> to see more of that, that would be great. Some I'd love to clean Star Wars. <gasps> what would you clean in Star Wars? What's really mucky? Jabba's Palace. Again, Ooh, Star Wars. And it's sandy. Like Midgar, that's... Like, there's so much character comes from the the rustiness though right I agree I, I don't want a gleaming one of the reasons Midgar. I didn't like the prequels so much everything's all new and shiny well you could clean the sword though the big sword what the big so- not in Star Wars right I was like you mean the buster sword in Final Fantasy yeah you can clean that that's shiny yeah and make it shiny new either way I just think I love this idea I think it's cool okay and I did think with Star Wars, what if you could clean like you know the the X wing when you've just used the force to raise it from oh from the lake yeah from oh, the lake that, great be, shout, that Rosie. would be a great one to That's clean. That's a great idea. Mm. Yeah. yeah, you should be able to use the, the force Degaba. all over all oh. the pond, all the pond dirt. Yeah, yeah. clean off. It is yeah. mucky. That it does make good. me a bit sad. That Jabba's palace, like it would be gross. Uh, the rancor pit would yeah. be great, like cleaning off all the bones. So good. Mm. Yeah, like and all the the chomping. And I feel like sand would make it more difficult as well. Sarlacc pit, do that too. Yeah, sarlacc pit. Clean his teeth. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. Oh, I love that. Oh yeah, let's do that. Okay, well there's your there's your next one, Power Wash Simulator. There's our request that we'd like, please. Right, everyone, that is the end of the What's New section. We've learned everything there is new in the whole world of PlayStation right now. So we're going to move on to our main feature, which is about demos and behind the scenes. And actually, there is some new stuff in there because Rosie has been to see Final Fantasy 16, so she's going to tell us about that and that gameplay demo in particular. So stay here. Stay. (laughs) (laughs) Please. Whoosh. That's us back in the main feature. Had a little jump on the sofa. That's something we used to do as well. I was always against it. 
Ooh, there we go. The landing. That's all of us coming <clears throat> back in into the, the the PlayStation access zone. Yeah. And now that we're here safely and on our sofas, I'm all buried in. I'm getting smaller and smaller, like a little beetle in this sofa at the moment. <laughs> it's very comfortable. Uh, Rosie, I would love to hear about Final Fantasy 16 and your demo experience. Oh. And basically, throughout this, we're going to be talking about those moments that absolutely blew our mind when you go in with no expectations, when, you know, you haven't seen a game before you know it's coming you don't know what's going to happen with it you don't have any frame of reference for it because there's little embargoes or it hasn't had any like public releases yet and you get to just go in there and be like right fresh slate what's it all about yeah oh well it was very exciting i'm like uh I mean, not only from behind the scenes of what we do for work, but even if you go to something like EGX, you know, when you have the build up, when you don't know what you're going to play yet, but Mm. you see like there are some posters put up and a bit of theming set up. So they had those, uh, I don't know what they're called. They're like, you know, the the posters that you pull up from the floor and then they stand on their own. I think they're called standees. Standees. Well, they had a couple of standees. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like all Final Fantasy 16 related. So that and things like that always get my hype up already. I'm like, oh, that's Standees. I hope there will be standees. Well, it's the same when you're at, if you're at EGX or That's something. That's a request. And like whenever anyone emails me about, can Rosie go to this event? Yeah, will there be standees? Will be standees? Can, no, can she please bring back? Not, I'd not, love to no. have a collection of standees. Imagine if we had that in the office. That'd just be so big. Yeah, it's yeah. like so much room. But imagine how cool it would look. Like <laughs> forest of standees. And if you had people around, you could be like, guess do you know what standee this is going to be? And then you pull it up, Oy. and then it's like, whoa! Yeah, that'd be a fun game. It's Rosie. Just standees of Rosie. Can I start crouching and then slowly stand up as the standees go? But yeah, so that was super cool as well and uh seeing the the screens where you see that you've just got the the demo menu mm. um and already just seeing the title you're just like oh it's there no. it's there i was gonna start playing it and i had the moment where um so we had a presentation beforehand for some behind the scenes and when they said okay it's time to time for everyone to get ready I was a fool and just immediately started walking to one of the consoles on the demo setups. So I was like, oh, it's time to play. And then they're like, no, 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 no. You have to, <laughs> it's the presentation first. So I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I just looked really keen just to be like, I'm going to play the video game. Um, but the demo itself was awesome. It was really cool. Like I was immediately like blown away when I played it. it you know, when you're playing a demo and you're just like, you're just in your own little world and you're just like oh this is so cool this is fantastic i've had that a lot at egx as well um and other events things like that and just playing it i it was just so cool and i had the thing as well you know when you're playing a demo and you're obviously there are monitors and screens all around you and you can see from the corner of your eyes where other people are Yes, that's my favourite thing oh, to do yeah. is look what everyone else is doing. I, I'm someone who gets paranoid when that yeah. happens because if someone's a bit ahead of me, I'm like, am I being really slow? Should I'm I be? always behind everyone else. But it's because I'm looking I'm around. I'm events, always. I'm always like, you know, I take it, it's like I look around and make sure I like look at all the menus and everything. And meanwhile, I see other people who have just purely gone in for like the gameplay. But then because of that, you also see they're fighting a boss and it's like, oh... I haven't done that boss yet. That would have been <laughs> that would have been cool to see first. Um, but that's just my own fault because I'm just uh, you know when you're in the demo, I want to. I have that thing where I want to look at everything, but also you know there's a certain amount of time, and mm-hmm. the last thing you want is that you're busy looking at like the details of a brick wall, and then it's like oh the demo's over now, and then you're like oh <laughs> <laughs> okay sorry. Uh, How much time did you have with the game? Uh, we had loads of time. Like, so th- it wasn't a war- it wasn't like a, a fear for for this demo because uh, we had lots and lots of time. Uh, they were, I think they said, um, oh, you could start. It probably goes on until around one thirty, but you've got lots of time. And literally, I think after that, people were some people replayed the demo. I did that with um, Crisis Core. I remember when I played a demo for that. I think I played that one three times because we were we were capturing it as well. And I thought the first one I captured it. And uh, then I was like, no, that's terrible gameplay. Because, you know, you're, you're going, you don't know the game. You're going into it first time. And then the second time uh, I did it, I was like, no, I could have done that better. And I was like, I've got time. So I did it a third time. And then I was like, yeah, that's the gameplay. I've <laughs> learned the how one. the game works now. Tell us about Final Fantasy 16, Rosie. Like, what about the game itself? Yeah, but the, but the, the game, game itself is awesome. It's so good. It gave me, um, like, the same excitement and just, like, oh, this is a 
the really good PS5 title as Demon's Souls did. You know, when you first play Demon's Souls and you have like the haptics on the controller and it looks beautiful and it, it plays beautifully. I had the same hype and excitement as Ooh. I did with that. And I was like, oh, I, know, I wasn't expecting that at all. Like, because I love Demon's Souls to pieces. So I was just like, I wasn't expecting this. So in my chair, I was just like, oh, this is really good. But I absolutely loved it. I loved my time with it. Um, and I just, I wish, I wish, you know, that we had the game already. And as soon as I finished it, I wanted to tell Rob, especially yeah. Rob about it desperately. I was like, Rob, I have so much I have to tell you. Well, <laughs> so, you did, didn't you? In another video on our channel. It's on the channel now. Uh-huh, if you want to check that out. Uh, but yeah, Rob, are you excited for Final Fantasy 16? Very. Everything you've heard. Very, very excited. Yes. Um, and I was, I was sort of, je- I was very jealous that Rosie got to go and play it. And all, a little bit annoyed. <laughs> I, like, oh, I should be going to play that. but then then I thought to myself actually no like I'm also really looking forward to my first hands on with it being like the final game mm. um, which is also exciting as well um, but yes I'm very much looking forward to Final Fantasy 16 um, and a demo for me that always sticks out into my, in my mind is, is another Final Fantasy one I'm afraid but I always remember the first time I ever played Final Fantasy 7 Remake mm. at E3 2019 mm. and you went into like this big holding area I think there might have been standees <laughs> <laughs> there standees might have been standees with Cloud and Sephiroth on them oh um, yeah that's a good one and it was all the area in which we played Final Fantasy 7 Remake was was decorated to look like Midgar so they were like um, was it pipes, dirty dirty yeah, yeah. Mm. it was not clean uh, there were pipes around the ceiling it, everyone it looked like you were inside a mako a marco reactor sorry i always say mako but officially it's pronounced marco uh can you uh, say mako it's definitely not pronounced mako <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely in, not pronounced. <laughs> in the midlands mate mako, <laughs> mako reactor. give us a piece of some energy but uh <laughs> i got i don't know if you've ever had this but when i first held the controller and moved cloud in the demo i got that sort of sort of starstruck feeling you sometimes get with games that you've been looking forward to for a long time you're like oh, I can't believe I'm actually controlling Final mm. Fantasy 7 Remake right now and it, I just I didn't lose that feeling through the whole demo and it was the it was the opening Marco Reactor bit where you the bombing mission essentially you go in with Cloud and you take down the Scorpion Sentinel and you blow up the Marco Reactor it's that whole bit and it was unbelievably amazing I remember doing that as well. Like everything, I hoped it would be and more, and that that demo always sticks in my mind as one that I was just like, oh, I've just you know, I I'd, I'd been doing the job for a number of years at that point, but in that moment, I just felt like a an excited child, mm. like doing it for the first time. It was amazing. I played the remake demo at EGX, and uh, I remember I was with my friend at the time. And my friend, uh, like, there's a couple of games that he'll get really, really excited for, and he was super excited for this. And, uh, you know, I, w- when we sat on our, our desks and stuff, I remember, like you say, playing it at EGX. And not only, I just, it just brought back a fun memory because the, of the chair I have on my desk at home, um, it's the same chair that we played from that, that you had on that demo. And it was because my friend and I were so comfy. My friend was like, I need this chair at home. So that demo then convinced my friend <laughs> to get the same chair. And literally he was looking at pictures on EGX of like people taking pictures of them, but the Final Fantasy VII Remake demo managed to find the chair brand, found the chair and he was like, I found the chairs. So that's just why it was a fun demo memory when you're like, Final Fantasy VII Remake. I was like, oh, office chairs are the same at home of Final Fantasy VII Remake at EGX. I don't know if we should send you to any more demos, Rosie, because you seem to get sold on standees and chairs. I love, I love <laughs> demo <laughs> sessions. I love them very much. Not sure about anything else. I think um, uh, I, you know, I've been lucky to see lots of gameplay demos over the years at various events. One that, for some reason, it keeps just like sticking out to me is um, when Rob and I went and first saw Alien Isolation, and <clears throat> I've, we've spoken before about playing it at E3, which was later on, mm-hmm. and about how we just got so scared, and Rob just ended up just being purposefully eaten by the alien. Um, but the first time we went to see it, we went to. Uh, creative assemblies offices in in guildford and as i recall rob i don't it hadn't been announced yet this is one of those amazing times when 
the game hadn't even been announced like obviously we were told what we were going to see we were going to see uh, an alien game yes. called Alien Isolation but no one it, the game's existence hadn't been announced to the wider world yet and so we had no frame of reference whatsoever for you know was it going to be good was it going to be what was their take on was it going to be more like an aliens kind of a vibe you know with marines and shooting and guns or what was the what was the whole thing so uh, i remember distinctly just descending into more and more fear as the day went on because we arrived quite chirpy and whatever and then we had, <laughs> had this we had like a briefing you know, didn't we had a briefing yeah. and they just started to show us it and it started to look quite scary and then they started to explain you know tell us little bits and pieces about the development and choices they've made and that made it more and more scary and how they'd done some play testing and how they'd given I really remember this story I thought it was great how their thing was they wanted to make the alien terrifying they wanted you to know not to attack the alien without telling you you know like just to see it you would be so scared that you'd know not to do it mm. <clears throat> and um so to like they thought they got the alien to a good place and to test that they gave a lots of play testers the game uh, you know a little demo to play but they gave everyone big guns to see in the gameplay demo to see if they would see the alien and think I'll shoot the alien and and apparently everybody even with their big guns just like ran away straight away <laughs> they were like no, no 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 and they were like oh I think we've made a good alien so we like and we went around and we spoke to some people who were making the game and they showed us little demos of things we and saw it, it didn't we? Like we saw it, it became, animated on like a developer's computer yeah. like oh, tweaking cool. like the limbs of the xenomorph and oh that was great and it became just scarier and scarier and then it was time to play and luckily there was only one station for PlayStation Access. So Rob stepped up uh, and I sat next to him. Is that true? Yeah, I think you it's remember more that. that you stepped down. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was recording or something, I don't know. And, and, um, and let Rob play. And Rob, you were playing with the headphones on, obviously, and everything. Mm -hmm. So you were getting the full experience. And I was sat just next to you in a very dark room around everybody who's playing the same bit and it was absolutely terrifying there's something about I, I was just absolutely blown away but the thing is you know like we've said so much about Alien Isolation it's too scary for me but I'm desperate to play it instantly as soon as there's a, as, it, as it, you loaded the demo there's a quality to the world like the kind mm. of film grain mm. and this I love the like the focus pull that happens when you use the motion detector yeah. and you have to look close at it and every, the, all the world goes blurry because you're focusing on the motion detector and all that kind of stuff and the, the, all the little details you know the drinking bird and stuff on the table and um it was like not a part of the game i think it was like a little you know special demo that they made but it was so so effective and because it was one of those amazing situations where we'd gone i had no expectations really didn't know if it was going to be a good game i didn't know much about creative assembly um i don't think there'd been loads of good alien games in around that time period and I came away just thinking like this is going to be massive this is going to be such a good game they just you could just see how they just got it everybody on that team just got it and loved it and cared so much about mm. it and it was like oh this is really good and I didn't even get to play that one I just ro watched Rob play it but I was still blown away I remember really? I managed to do that demo really well yeah like I actually got through that bit they set up you had us. to get to an airlock I or don't something, think I, I actually saw the alien at all in the demo I'm not when sure when I played Maybe it in like a cutscene at the I, end yeah. I'd done it so well <laughs> I thought it was actually amazing uh, <laughs> it was like you doing the, the house beneviento baby bit in our recent stream right. like there were just little hints of the baby but you managed to do the game so well that we didn't actually see it but I still felt its presence like so overwhelmingly yes. constantly bringing out the motion detector yeah. and it makes that iconic blip blip yeah. noise and you can hear it sort of like stomping around you can hear it in the vents um, yeah I remember coming away as well thinking flipping heck that is that feels like Alien the film yeah like mm. it's got the same tension the same vibe the same look mm. yeah very impressive Ooh, my favourite was um, my favourite demo that I've done I haven't done many like I'm a little baby in the in the games industry or I feel like a little baby in the games industry still um, but the Callisto Protocol like most recently yeah. I really really enjoyed it because 
<laughs> mostly because I got there and it was in a cave and Glenn Schofield was there. So I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> But the, the game itself, I remember just being so hyped at it being like Striking Distance Studios who had um, Glenn Schofield and all the people from Dead Space on it, that it was going to be like this, this Dead Space um, spiritual successor, that it was going to involve all these things. And the section they did was, was chapter three. And you got to see so many pieces of like the game coming together, like your your abilities, your big weapon that you can smack the biophage with, see some different types of biophage as well. It was just, I remember I recorded myself playing it because I thought, oh, maybe we can use this for something. And we didn't in the end. Um, but I was sat there with my, my phone on the screen recording me the whole time. And there's so many videos of me just going, because <laughs> uh, it just totally got me. I think I yelped at one point, uh, like out loud as well, like a little, and everyone else was dead silent and doing their work. I think only one person managed to actually finish the demo and like beat all the bits that you needed to do because uh, everyone else kept going like, ah, like uh, getting caught up on all the scares. Um, but I remember that totally blowing me away because it just looked incredible like it was so detailed um and i had loads of fun getting through it i got really stuck like really badly stuck like in, you know you get embarrassed because yeah. you're like oh god they're watching <laughs> they can see me i got really badly stuck and then because i was so stressed about it i kept getting more stuck and i was like trying to like battle through and every time i was like trying to throw these biophage in a bin uh, and then run past to be like come on i don't want the devs to look i'm embarrassed i'm scared uh, <laughs> managed to do it in the end that's like it was it was a great feeling but the demo itself yeah and just going into that cave and having like the setting and they had all of like these um screens up with the guy's face on and like life signs and everything it was so immersive as well as being just a, a fantastic game yeah. A cave with Glenn Schofield. I know. That's I was like, oh, cool. is he here? It's weird, actually. That another one for me is another horror game, um, which is Resident Evil 2 Remake. Mm. And I think the reason being is, like, this, there was something really special about Alien Isolation where we didn't know anything really about it and then it, and it turned out to be amazing. And that was so exciting. And for Resident Evil 2 Remake, that was a game that I thought, I don't want to play this game at all. So I went along, you know, a bit begrudgingly. I went with Nath and he was playing the game and I just was watching him play. But we recorded it like a Let's Play and it was the section, I know I've spoken about this before, it was the section with um, Mr. X chasing you around. And uh, I have no real, you know, um, important recollections of Resident Evil 2. I think I played it for about, 20 minutes when I when it came out when I was a child and I don't know what on earth I thought I was doing I was absolutely terrified big mistake um but you know it didn't it didn't mean it didn't have any kind of love for it or really or anything um and I thought it would be too scary for me anyway and getting to and and first of all again there was a look of it it just looks amazing that game looks absolutely incredible um the the environment when you first you know in the lobby of the police station which is where you start in this demo that we that we played i was just completely like it fell in love with the look of everything um but because i got to play it with nath i i enjoyed it so much i enjoyed that let's play so much like he was doing all the scary stuff and i was just there sort of like eking along uh with him but it felt like i had seen you know we we did that bit the whole mr x bit it was probably i don't know an hour or an hour and a half we had and we managed to do it or he managed to do it and i I was so compelled. I loved all the little puzzles. I was working out all the bits, like being one step removed, I was able to focus more on the puzzles and just like, you need to get that over here and like check your inventory. You've got that thing. Oh, that's to go in that thing. Um, I was so completely compelled by that. And that when, by the end of the gameplay demo, I thought, also Mr. X was so scary. I hate, I found, you know, that constant presence, just horrifying. That mm. by the end of the demo, I thought I have seen the worst of this game you know as in like I have seen the scariest thing I know what to expect now and I am still like I was still thinking about it like for hours after that day like just oh I really want to know what happens next and just oh, I really want to finish that puzzle with the thing um, that for me personally it was an amazing demo because it made me think I actually really want to play Resident Evil 2 mm. like I, that is nothing that's n something I never thought I would say and I did play it and I did love it. And it was like a real revelation for me. And if I hadn't have gone to that demo event with Nath, I don't think I would have played it uh, when it came out mm. because I just think it put me, it just gave me the taste I needed to know 
what I needed to know, you know, about about the yeah. game. It yeah. was like the perfect experience of it for me because I think I think even if I'd had to play it myself, I would have been too scared. We were playing in this very dark, uh, very cool. It was meant it was meant to feel like a, I think it was like an old. Um, like courtroom or something it was like you know s- stone and marble and it was meant to feel a little bit like the police lobby which was very which was very nice um yeah i think if i'd just been playing by myself it might have been i don't know if i would have enjoyed it as much but getting it demoed by nath for some reason was just like excellent Hell I enjoyed yeah. it very much uh what do you guys think makes like a great demo what ones have you come out of and gone yeah that's standees exactly- <laughs> it's the chair you're sat on I the find yeah, it's really important I demo. will say it's not I, like, in terms of an actual demo I just want to focus, one that I always will pick as one of my favourites is was actually doing Kingdom Hearts 3 mm. at EGX because when you say like uh, when with your question of like what makes a great demo that one I remember was great A because Standees. There weren't standees at that one, but uh, but there was like. Rosie remembers. You did have the. You had like the little photo area where you could take a picture holding a keyblade, and it was all set in the Toy Story world. And I love Toy Story anyway. So for me, like that, what made that demo great was that it was a really good showcase of like. You saw Sora, Donald and Goofy in like a, a new outfit that was designed specifically for that world, which is an exciting thing with the Kingdom Hearts universe. Um, I was incredibly excited for that anyway, because I was like, oh my God, Kingdom Hearts 3 is finally here. Like, it's ah. been so long. Oh my God. So uh, that was just a great thing as well. Um, but yeah, I think for like what makes a great demo, it's like showcasing um good bit of gameplay as to what you're going to do. I, li- I personally, I like demos where it's a, they've picked a good section, but it's not necessarily like the best section, if you know what I mean, is uh, in save some surprises, like. save some surprises. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, leave a couple of surprises for when the full game is released. Uh, and yeah, just so just showcase some awesome gameplay, a little bit of story, have a little touch on like a really cool moment in the game, but not necessarily the best. Because you wanted to say, they wanted to, yeah, um, and and yeah, I guess that's just it for what makes a great demo. Yeah, I like. I always want it to be early on, so you get like the you, you know what the story's about without knowing the beginning. Mm. Um, and I want to be left on a cliffhanger, like which is awful. I never do normally, but I like thinking, oh my god, I want to go back and play some more yeah. to figure out what's happened there. The Devil in Me did a really good one where they they showed us the opening and like set it all up, and then we're like oh no you can't play anymore <laughs> uh, and then you got a little little preview of what was to come in the in the season but no I, I think I think you're right it just needs to be a slice of gameplay that has a bit of everything it needs to be what's the inventory like what are the menus like Where, what like little adventure can we go on is it a self-contained story um, and then gives you that full impression of what the larger thing will be like and you can just go away and gush about yeah. it for sure I think not knowing about the thing too much has always been my favourite experience of, of demos as I said with Alien Isolation like that's been great because it gives you the opportunity I love going in kind of like with no expectations because mm. then you could the only way is up and uh, and often you will find things you just hadn't expected like find things exciting you hadn't expected it's the, I think you know what makes a good demo is difficult because it depends on the sort of genre of the game and whatever but um, I think a cliffhanger I mean it makes sense it would be good don't want to get too much of a conclusion in a demo and and definitely like I said you know the section I played with uh, Resi 2 was was sort of perfect because also it gave us a a lot of time that was really perfect you couldn't do this in many games because you were under constant threat so it was moving you around this kind of like self-contained kind of open world but the world is a building and um, you know by the end I just like my my I, my appetite was uh, wet. I was like very. Uh, that's the that's the term. That's the phrase. Yes, with a H. Uh, with a with a, a H. Um, and I think that's what you know. That's the best thing is to just to leave them wanting more. I don't. Mm. I don't want to experience too much. Not even of the the of the powers or I don't want to know too much of the possibility. I just want hints of what can happen. You know, like a, let me know what I can expect, but without um, letting me have it just yet. I think, ultimately, it's just got to be a really good game for me. Yeah. <laughs> what makes a good demo is a really good game. Like you can dress it up. You, can, I, I personally, I love, I love a little bit of set dressing, like the Final Fantasy VII remake I, thing I mentioned earlier. Especially if it's something I'm personally very excited for, I like that little, a little special touch of like, ooh, like it really sort of 
gets you in the in the spirit in the in the mood of the game. Um, but yeah, I would I would agree with everyone that you don't want you don't want to see the absolute best bit of the game. You mm. want to see just enough that gets you excited. You want to get a feel for the mechanics. You want to you know feel what it's like to play the game without having like the best most spectacular bits um spoiled for you um but yeah I, I i do like a good set i loved feeling like i was in a maker reactor whilst playing final fantasy 7 remake that oh was, you're that a fellow standee cool. enjoyer <laughs> i see well more than standees i more than standees <laughs> I definitely like I said, I love an Instagram moment. <laughs> That's what we like. I'm um, going to put myself out there and say I, I actually dislike a standee. You dislike a standee? I do. And it's because in the past, uh, when when Access started, I did lots more filming of like interviewing yeah. people at press events. They were always and the unfortunately, press events, they always just had these little tiny thin standees. And on camera, I just could never make them look good. They're so thin that <laughs> you just like, better try, at and, your job try and stand someone <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what everyone else said. <laughs> I'm joking. I just defending the standee. <laughs> uh, but yes, then you. I saw. I've seen double wides. I've seen Whoa. triple wides. But if you're going to make a standee, people out there, standee manufacturers, please make them just bigger. Are there any standee manufacturers listening to the podcast? I'd, Get I'd in love. Touch. To, I'd love to. Rosie would love a sample. <laughs> yeah. Can we have a PlayStation access standee? Yeah. Yeah. Put it on the set. Only if it's triple wide. Yeah, yeah, triple wide. That could be the new. It could be a, a standee of the bookshelf. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's a good idea. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. Mm. Right on that standee chat. I'm going to move us on. From D to C, which is comments of the week. Oh, nice! Yeah, oh, that was that slick. Was, very was slick. it? I felt it felt. I liked it. It felt bad, but no, we, we got there. Uh, so we're going to move on to comments of the week from the hashtag Pod Squad, Pod Squad. which we're going to do right now with some music as an interlude. Bye. Ah, did somebody say music as an interlude? Because uh. we just had it, and now we're going to have some more musical interludes fresh from our mouths. Okay. So, are we just going to dive in and, and do mm, it you right? Bet. It's time. It's time. It's time for comments of the week. Better, I, I think, think we so. are. I had yeah. the little brain moment of like, am I third or fourth? Yeah, I'm like, really no, I'm glad third you didn't ask, Rosie. I because did. if you had yeah. done, if you could I see me on camera, <laughs> on camera, I was like, oh. I could feel the tension in yeah. the in the the sofa. There was a there was a sort of hum of tension that went through you where you were like, I'm just gonna go for it. Third, I'm third. <laughs> well done, Rosie. To you in particular. Thanks. Well done. You did great. So we're gonna have a little look at the comments of the week now from the hashtag Pod Squad. Pod Squad. If you have not heard of this before, if this is your first introduction to the PlayStation Access podcast, the official podcast of PlayStation UK. Thank you very much. Let me tell you, the hashtag pod squad squad. is a collective of people that leave the said hashtag pod squad squad. upon uh, YouTube videos, upon social media, with a comment or with a message that then gets collected by community coordinator Alex, put into a little pot, mixed up like a potion, and then read out upon uh, a podcast episode. So I have said mixed up potion-esque comments here right now. But if you want it to be you, just leave the hashtag pod squad on a future thing. Social media, YouTube (laughs) comment, carrier pigeon, write it on the wall. We won't see that. We won't see that. One that that we walk past, preferably. (laughs) (laughs) No, don't do that either. That's the last (laughs) thing I want to see when I walk (laughs) on to work. My God, that would be terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) I would love that. Um, Especially don't leave them on the sides of our houses. No. What? Don't, Don't suggest it. I was suggesting against it. Oh, but it sounded like you were suggesting, especially don't do that. Especially don't key into my car. <laughs> <laughs> if you touch oh, it, touch God. it like a little note round Toasty's collar. And if send I it had back infinite in. money, I would go and key that into Rob's car. <laughs> and You'd want it like a, a parking ticket, and then buy you a new car later. But I'd love, I'd love for that to have, for me to do that. Yeah, not for it to actually happen. <laughs> don't do that upon the bonnet. <laughs> Why are we talking <laughs> about this? Anyway, <laughs> comments <laughs> so because of dragons from the legend of dragoon stream says i'd love to key rob's car um, <laughs> <laughs> says pot squad pot- Oh, oh shame. 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 shame! It's right. It's right you. that I should be shamed. I'm right to be shamed. Uh, that I, means I don't do it for the rest of the day, right? That's it. So, because of dragons, says Pod Squad. 
I played along with this as you folks were streaming and was a proper trip down memory lane. I can't wait to dive in deeper. So many good memories. Woo! Did yours have pancakes? I don't know. I'm not because of dragons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking because of dragons specifically, but I like how you answered. We made eye contact. I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know. Are you still playing Legend of Dragoon, Rob? Uh, yes. Are you gonna you gonna go the whole hog? I would very much like to platinum it. Yes, I've looked at the trophy list and it looks very gettable. It's basically just do the story and right. collect some things. Can I just shock you? I've never played it and have no idea what it is. That Neither doesn't shock have I. me. Neither of us. That doesn't shock me at all. Oh. Why would that shock me? You've not played any Final <laughs> Fantasy you games either. Me slightly more than that. Later. <laughs> Why no, would I that haven't. shock me, Dave? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I haven't. Yeah. So what is it? It is a Japanese role-playing game. Boring. I just wanted to do that for a joke. Don't put that in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's going in, I'm afraid. Ow. Dave's made his bed and he's going to sleep in it. <laughs> you just left the perfect pause and I just couldn't resist. Put your head like... back in everything. Guess the way it peaked as well. I tried to save everyone's it. microphone. Wow. Sorry. Do tell me though, now. Just do that bit again. Oh, it's, a Japanese role it's, Japanese, <laughs> it's a Japanese role playing game. It's a Japanese role playing game made by uh, Japan Studio. Oh, um, really? In response. Oh, no, no, that was a chip. That was a chip. That was a chip. I really love Japan Studio. That was legit. Oh, really? <laughs> I did not feel sincere at all. I meant that. I meant that. Oh, really? I <laughs> meant that. Japan Studio are great. Really? <laughs> I did. I meant it. I don't think we can talk any more about Legend of Dragoon. Right. So our next comment, just to move on from that, is from Martin Potter on the GT7 VR2 stream, who says, hashtag VOD squad, hashtag pod squad. Pod squad. Yeah, sit in your I shame. Know my place. Uh, this is a quite a long comment, so buckle up, my guys. As one of the resident car nuts slash motoring enthusiasts slash gearheads in this community, <laughs> I feel I must say a huge thank you to Rob and Ash for this Gran Turismo 7 PSVR 2 stream. Obviously, I knew Rob was going to appreciate it, but it was especially heartwarming to see Ash have a genuinely great experience. You drive a manual and love pop-up headlights, Ash. You're on your way to being a car person. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I love how you turned into car sales pitch. There's more, there's more. I've never been a VR guy, but I'll admit I've been thoroughly tempted by what you've showcased with the PSVR 2. A really enjoyable stream filled with Thrustmasters, Vaseline and brunch. But I'll pump the brakes on holding it against you for not knowing what Brembo was. Keep up the great work. I don't well, know. I, I like I'm the persona confused. you've adopted for Martin Potter. Yeah. <laughs> Why was there Vaseline on, involved on the stream? I can't remember. We were oh, just God. talking about how useful it is as a substance. Right. Um, Fair enough. I use it as like uh, just all over the face sometimes just right. to hold in some moisture. Yeah. You can use it for lip balm. Mm-hmm. You can use it on a dry elbow. You can grease things with it yeah it's well done yeah. to everyone involved at Petroleum. Vaseline <laughs> I, well done I, I, um, I'm gutted I, I'm gutted to have missed out on the Gran Turismo well we can do awesome. more we can do more I really want to do play it. I, I just want to do I just want to play it we should do a multiplayer online race, race. yes I know this is quite funny because I was really bummed out that I missed you being super scared by the baby as well so I'm sure we'll we can do both can't no, we no 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 we've done that we've done that that's fine you should do the baby in VR yeah I should and I'll watch that I should I haven't had a go on Resident Evil Village VR yet oh my god I'm excited it's great fun. Even the demo freaked me out. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen it. The tutorial. Mm. Go into this pitch black garage. The I was garage. Like, I'm That's it. I die. said that because I played the demo before our stream with Lady Domitrescu and I remember coming downstairs like, oh, it's very dark. You know yeah. I mean? And you have the little torch and it's just like, oh, I swear you're so just like, this God. garage is the darkest garage in the world. Yeah, I wouldn't go in there. Absolutely. No. So yeah, I'm gutted to have missed that, but I'm glad that um, that you did a good a good job. Yeah, well I done. freaked out. It was really good. Like mm. you're in the car, you're yeah. in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in it, and yeah. the headlights it, pop up. Oh, it's like, can't wait it feels and looks amazing. Mm. Yeah, it's so good. It's really, really good. Uh, and I'm glad that you enjoyed it too, Martin Popper. And as a car nerd, motoring enthusiast, gearhead, from one to the other. Nice. Because I am as well now. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you. You did just call him Martin Popper, I should just say. Martin Potter. <laughs> <laughs> so, we've got our next comment from Jifa Gary on Twitter, who said, hashtag pod squad. Pod squad. Pod squad. 
If you could combine two games, i.e. from the world of one and the gameplay of another, which would they be? For me, Skyrim, but with the traversal mechanics of Horizon Forbidden West. Climbing, gliding, sliding, grappling and repelling. Repelling, I like us just get away from me. <laughs> yes. uh, and hiding in tall grass. Okay, yeah. Well, I can go because I've been thinking about this a lot because this is really <laughs> boring, everyone, but this is my answer. I want uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns, but in the Star Wars universe. Thank you. Oh, I would love oh, it. Absolutely love it. It's a card game of Star Wars. Yes, but also something I haven't mentioned maybe enough about Marvel's Midnight Suns is there's this whole social simulator side to it where you have to live in a big house with all the Marvel's Midnight Suns and the Avengers and you have to like build relationships with them and stuff. So just like a cool rebel base. He wants to kiss with Chewbacca. With me, Chewie's there, Han's there, Luke's there, Princess Leia's there, R2, C3PO some supporting cast members and I'm just hanging out with, you know, playing Pazak, uh, doing that holographic chess, drinking some blue milk. Like, it's not just that I, I absolutely love the combat is the best thing in Marvel's Midnight Suns. But I would, and I would love it in Star Wars, but I also would just love that aspect of it as well, which really surprised me about Marvel's Midnight Suns. Anyway, trust me, I don't know who we've got to email, but if we can get them talking. George oh, Lucas. George Lucas. Just email him. I've tried. I've <laughs> I think he might have blocked me. Oh. But uh, yes, it's uh, that would be absolutely fantastic. Any other takers? I would love to do inscription um, crossed with something like your Resident Evil or like a survival horror um, general experience. Yeah. Uh, so that you go from the opposite, basically. Right. So you go from seeing the card game of inscription to going into it and experiencing the things um, because you play through cool. it and it's it's like it's very interpretive and you've got like this game that's playing and you're in this cabin um, and you're doing all your cards. I would love to see the actual things take place like meeting the trapper and actually meeting um the the fisherman and all that sort of thing as well and like seeing what the monsters look like and how they interact with stuff i would love that and the way oh my god inscription's so full of beautiful wonderful amazing surprising things i just think it would be really cool to kind of have the simulation of like a battle like actually doing some combat with something yeah um and it could like play out as like another version of it i just think that would be really cool i think i'm going to buy inscription you've said enough things now you that will made love me, it yeah you've said that and that i i'd like to love it We'll do a your new favourite game on I'd Inscription. I'd really like you to see Marvel's Midnight Suns. I wish someone would play it. You're all useless. It's so good. I just really... I'm on the last mission. I've done this weird thing. This is how much I like it. I've got to the last mission and I haven't played it for two weeks mm. because I don't want it to be over. Oh, But then you haven't played it for two weeks. I know. I'm in a weird spot. I just need to do it. I just need to play it. Do a, yeah. a platinum run on it after. I may do, but it's quite a lot of work. But yes, please, please, if anyone likes the sound of Marvel's Midnight Suns do play it maybe a cool crossover would be like Tomb Raider in the gameplay style of just any open world open world Tomb Raider yeah imagine mm. that you're Lara yeah. Croft and you can go in the sea and then there's like you know some underwater submarines you can actually go in and explore eee! like you can come up and then you can fully go into jungles tombs like you're just running around as Lara Croft dinosaurs pop up some other things <laughs> pop up. Like, imagine, like, you know, Lara's just yeah, in dinosaurs. this... Lara just, like, woke, wakes up in this place. It's just a big open world. And uh, and, and then you could just do... Just explore it as Lara that Croft. That sound cool. I think you that would get so cool. much joy from that as well. I would, yeah. I would be, like... A dinosaur. Whoa! <laughs> 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 exploring tombs, I'd just be, you know, spend so many times... I'd be, find a tomb, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to be a tomb raider. Yes. I'm going to raid that tomb. Oh, I'm going to raid that tomb. Uh, we also got a comment from Orman who says, I love the idea of a hashtag PS Access monarch timeline. We can look back on the five victory reign of Dave the Great and the TBC victory reign of Bloody Ash the Queen Tyrant. Hashtag yes. Podsquad. Podsquad? Yeah, not you though. No, you no. missed it. Uh, yes, I mean I'd like to see that. I'm yeah. When are we gonna? When are we going to battle next? Because I don't know. I it's coming though. Words like another chance Soon. at the crown, please. I need to v Rosie. It's Rosie's turn next. What do you yeah. mean it's Rosie's turn next? It is Rosie's, Rosie's, Rosie's turn. turn. Apparently, people are saying it's my turn. <laughs> Doesn't it just go back to the start? It does, but we, you basically you battled everyone. Yeah, and then you battled me and Rob again. Okay, and Rosie's but Rosie doing, hasn't had a turn. Rosie Fair didn't enough. value. Fair so. enough. If you want to go, Dave. Then <laughs> After well, I do, Rosie, but no, you, you should you should take it on. After Rosie is battled, then we'll go back to the ooh, who could it be? Yeah, yeah, okay. So, 
Oh, I'm excited for that. Very yeah, excited for that. It will be good. But I'd love to see some sort of graphic. Yeah, I don't know how many monarchs we need to have had to make that. Just just one for my reign would be start, good. We'll start the family tree and we, just, we should just add to it. Family yeah. tree? Yeah, like, you know... How they Birthing usually games. display the yeah. monarchs yeah. in, in timeline. A timeline, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It will have to be that one. Each of us dies, and then yeah. the new one is is the succession. So Dave is the our, first is gone. Yeah. yeah, Dave the first is dead. Yes. I want everyone. They should all have nicknames as well, and all like a a monarch style portrait picture. Yeah. Yes, I would be Dave the. You'd be the long ruling. Dave the lucky. I say, I say Dave the platforming king. Whoa! You won that big platforming race, which Dave everyone was against you for, Dave. But you made a comeback. Jammy. Yes. It was all. It's all up. If you under any doubt as to how it happened, it's all right there. I know how it, it happened. Recorded in video. I know very can, well how it happened. Dave it the false humble. <laughs> <laughs> you take that back. Oh. I am legit humble. <laughs> Dave the worm. When we played worms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are a worm. You spend a lot of time underground, like in Dig Dug as well, so. Oh, I think all kids, I was like, Dig Dave Dug. the Worm. Oh, God. With, with a Y. Yeah, yeah. Right, that's then. a bit more powerful. Okay, yeah, there, yeah, with the why. Yeah. Right, that's enough for that. We're going to move on from our comments of the week section. So thank you very much, everyone who sent those in. We're now going to go on to Before We Go. So here's some music. <laughs> Okay, here we are. We're back in the room. We never left it, everyone. <laughs> we're in before we go, which means we're going to have some conversation outside of gaming. So does anybody have anything they'd like to talk about? I do. <gasps> Speak. I will take the room. Yeah. <laughs> Last night, I saw very faintly in the night sky, the aurora oh, in Wiltshire. That's cool. Which was amazing. And I don't think will probably never happen again. Why? And it was, it. Well, it's just very rare to see it this far south. Yes. Um, but over the last couple of days, we're recording this on the morning of the 28th of February. So this was the night of the 27th of February. And also the night before, there was a lot of Northern Lights Aurora activity. Um, very visible in Scotland, in northwest Scotland, but also seen as far south as Cornwall and Kent and the Brecon Beacons. And oh, last wow. night... I had a look in my... It was very, very hard to see with the naked eye, um, but I took a photo, like a really long exposure photo, and there's very clear, like, pink and oh! green sort of, like, glints in the sky. That's oh, wow! So cool. Which was uh, unbelievable. I, I really enjoyed it. Did you share that anywhere? No. Oh, you should post it. I want to see it. <laughs> yeah, share it with us, please. I yeah. want to see it. No, I didn't, I didn't think anyone would be interested. That sounds awesome. Oh, he but says uh, at the end when he's like, oh, let me bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you telling us if you don't think anyone would be interested? Well, I mean, like on my social media. Oh, right, okay. I would be interested. I would like it. Yeah. Well, I'd like it. Doesn't no all have to do massive likes, you know, Rob? It can just be for you and for five people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Three of which are but it, here. Was, it was great. It was, it was very magical. Mm, that's really cool that's really it. really cool uh, on the topic of space being cool I went to the War of the Worlds immersive experience it looks so cool Jeff Wayne's the musical version of the War of the Worlds immersive experience is its full name which is very long but where's that it's in London um, by, by the Gherkin oh wow is uh, it how is it a, like a how long is it there for it's been there four years. Oh my so, God, I had no idea about yeah, this. Yeah, it's, it's been there four years. I think it's won some awards because uh, it's carrying on for a bit longer. It's like this whole place that they've purpose-built with like VR headsets in and everything. So they've got like purpose-built rooms as well as VR sections, as well as like other bits. It's so good. Like there's a real tripod in the bar that oh, you can wow. go in. Um, when you go in, like mild spoilers, because I'm telling you a little bit of what happens, but it's still so worth seeing for yourself. You go in and... Um, there's the first bit after the observatory when they've seen like the tripods in the sky you go out to Horsell Green and they've got like the actual like green setup, and the guy's like looking at the uh, the stuff and making some notes and um it, the the tripod literally starts firing lasers and things start burning oh like fire God. starts so coming cool. up and they do this bit where one fires at him and he reacts like whoa and loads of smoke comes up and he falls over and as he falls over this image comes up on the screen behind him like this like a video of him burning like on fire and it's done so smoothly it proper looks like they've fried him in the, oh. in the middle of the thing it's so good 
my god is it scary the next room after that um you're in a room with a woman all the lights go out and you can hear the tentacle in the room that's scary that was really scary because there's this big flashing bit at the end where it's like this strobe light and she's been absolutely got by it like skewered and sucked up the chimney um, oh. I went with a with a family who were in our group, and there was a, a young girl there, and she had to leave after that. And I was like, "Fair I'm not enough, surprised. fair enough." <laughs> I'm like, not surprised. She was brave for lasting out that long, you know what I mean? And then yeah. she came back afterwards, which was which was really nice. But yeah, those red weeds, there's a little bar in the middle of the red weed bar. Oh God, I love Jeff Wayne's War of the Worlds, and that was just it was really cool. It's for my dad's birthday, so um, and he loves it as well. The chances of anything you know when it goes do 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 you know that the like the bass guitar on one of the songs please say that played as oh, you walked in i don't think i remember the bass guitar but it had like it had like the main the chances of anything come from our song mm. they did a, a whole section for um autumn forever and yeah like, autumn forever is a great song um and then there was the bit like you're you're on like a balloon at the end like flying literally on a balloon oh it's so good that sounds amazing i can't believe i had no idea about this yeah it's well worth going to like i love a little immersive experience um sort of dealio i, I just think they're well fun uh and that was sublime yeah like it was really good oh that's amazing yeah so there's our little space themed before we go do you guys have any space moments no space i've been watching moments. search party on iplayer which i think is really good that's my little uh top tips 20 minute episodes it's co- sort of a comedy mystery drama thing drama. about uh, a woman who goes missing and her sort of not good college friends try to find her sort of half-heartedly mm. it's funny but i love you know it's rare i think to find something so good that's in 20 minute chunks or it mm. is for me anyway i'm used to just everything being an hour long and i just love you know, when you've just got 20 minutes. Mm. Just a little episode of something, and I've mm. really enjoyed it. There are five series, and I just finished series one, and it's very, very good. Mm, very nice. Okay, guys, thank you very much for sharing. That has been the PlayStation Access podcast for this week. I hope you've all had a lovely time. It's been lovely chatting with you all, the audience. You guys... Less fine so. as well yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're all right <laughs> uh if you want to see more from us head to our youtube channel come back in a couple of weeks and we'll have more lovely episodes for you that we release every fortnight but yeah have a great day and we'll see you again very soon goodbye, goodbye. Bye. Bye.